pigeonholing. We actually needed to look up the word. Can you put an artist in any form of box, categorize him and say, you are metal, you are opera, you're whatever. Well, what is your take on that? That happened a lot, I think. Uh, yeah. There are people who like to be in, in one box or in one pigeon holding, but uh, I, I'd rather not. I, I mean, I mean, what I always say is I want, I want the whole breadth from, from, the, from, from the top to the bottom. You know, mm. I, I, I like to be all kinds of things. I think it's boring to be only an opera singer or only a, a, a metal singer, what I concern. It's more that, um, you know, I like to act. I'm in several movies and television shows and, and you know, I like all, all kinds of things that has to do with the theater, you know, with, mm -hmm. with to be an artist. And so I prefer to, to say that I'm an artist and not a singer. Of course I'm a singer, but I'm also an actor and also a painter and also, uh, you know, all kinds of things. Uh, I was, before I started singing, which is a long time ago, I was 16 that I did my first operetta with my mother in the, in the amateur corps. But um, uh, I was a billiard maker, I made uh, uh, billiard tables and, uh, and I like that too. So, you know... I think it's boring to be in one position. I, I remember, for uh, for example, there was an opera singer, and she was so fantastic and so perfect that it started to be boring, you know? And, and Maria Callas, which was an opera singer, very famous one, and, and sometimes she was really off-pitch singing, screaming. I loved it because it was so honest, you know? And uh, so... She was maybe trying to get out of that box, box. that she exactly. was so much exactly. in. Yeah. Exactly. She, made, she also made some movies. Yeah, yeah. there you yeah. go. So do you think that your career would have been different if you would have been boxed for, after you made billiards and you started to study opera, you would have become an opera singer? If, if that would have been the only thing. Well, what I was, of course, I was an opera singer, or I, I still am an opera singer, but I, so. I, do, <laughs> I, I do a lot of other things. Well, if I, if I should be in an only one box as an opera singer, I think... Uh, I never had met you. I never should sing the Phantom of the Opera. No. Uh, you know, uh, so uh, thank God I'm not only an opera singer. No, absolutely. I, I agree. I mean, I, I've, me too. I really agree that boxing, categorizing, pigeonholing artists is is maybe only for commercial purposes. If you need to tell to somebody who might be interested in our music, it's this and this kind of music. Then again, I've had it in my own career where I, I had a band in my early mm -hmm. days where I started singing and I started singing in what I thought was a metal band. And we made metal and we started releasing our first album. And then people started calling it gothic. Gothic. What's gothic? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I started listening to other bands that were mm -hmm. also categorized, boxed as gothic and I was like that's nothing like what we do and they don't look like us mm -hmm. there are similarities yes okay so it could be that fans of that kind of music would appreciate us too but um, but we are not like that and mm -hmm. I am not like that yes you are a gothic singer 
No, I'm actually not. No. I, I, I'm uh, a singer. As far as I'm concerned, I'm, and, and at least I, I'm into metal. And at that time, it was quite important that I would say I'm, I'm metal and I want to be that. Uh, and also because a lot of metalheads don't really appreciate anything else than that. And surely heavier listeners, anything towards gothic was immediately a no-go. No-go. So the box that we were put in, not by ourselves, but by the commercial world, did not actually help us very much because a lot of people uh, never listened to us, but maybe would if, if it was exactly mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and, and how often we didn't hear that if they would sort of randomly stumble upon us on a festival, say, damn, I had no idea that it was like this because I thought it was, and then the wrong box. Yeah. So yeah, that boxing only made things, it limited so much. And I think nowadays they would maybe not really say it's only this or that. It's it's for listeners that also appreciate. Mm-hmm. So at least it's not so tight anymore that you mm-hmm. have to be something. But well, you know, it's yeah. very difficult because people are thinking in one way, in a box frame or in a, yeah. in a pitching frame. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, it's ridiculous. I, I remember that I, when I did my first musical, Le Miserable, in 1991, uh, I should should have done also an opera here with the Dutch opera, and you know they couldn't uh, they couldn't change the the idea from Hank Porter's an opera singer is now he's doing musical, so then he, he can't sing opera anymore. That was happening, yeah. and you know I, I remember that I, I had an agent at that time, and he said you know I wanted to uh, introduce you at an opera somewhere in in, in Germany it was, but uh, he said they said what what is he doing at the moment? He said well. Now at the moment he's singing Fiddler on the Roof and said, oh yeah, then it's a, a singer over the hill. You know, if you, you do opera and then you start to sing Fiddler on the Roof, which is a musical, mm-hmm. then, then he's, I think he's over the hill so he can't sing anymore. Which is ridiculous, you know. I did during Phantom of the Opera, I did six operas, yeah. real operas. Phantom of the Opera is a musical. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, people always think that, that you know, if you this, you're that, and with what I consider is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I um, I totally agree. I think it's it's nice to be multiple things because it also um, it triggers the artist in us to explore new areas. And uh, my last four finds was with uh, Anke van Grunsven, who also I mean we all know that she's a fantastic dressage writer, yeah. but. Um, after she kind of explored, well, everything towards the top and over and back, she's like, yeah, now I think I can do that really well, but I don't feel challenged there anymore. So I want to do something completely different. And she started doing raining, Western writing. You see? Completely still writing, but out something of out of the box. And I thought, yeah, that's, that's great. Maybe she's never going to be the best rainer, raining writer in the world, but that's not, that's the, not the point. No. And uh, I think it both makes you, well, investigate new areas. Maybe you do find a new hidden talent there, but it also gives you new energy for the things that you already did and already are good at. Yeah. So for me also with singing, it's always been so interesting to explore everything. Yeah. And to find out... How far can you go? How far can you go? Yeah. And where where am I good at? Maybe even excellent at? And where... <laughs> Or am I not that great at? Yeah. So I, I try to I try to go, um, 
explore, uh, explore yeah. new te uh, techniques with yeah, sure. singing distorted and, and, and even grunting, growling, real metal. What do you think when I did, I, did, <laughs> I had to sing for you Sound of Silence and yeah. I, had, I had to, how do you say the grunt? Is it grunting or it's what do I do? Distorted singing. Distorted singing, yeah. okay. And I never did that before, so I went to my teacher and said, listen, I have to do this and this and this, and I let him uh, hear the, the Sound of Silence of uh, Disturbed. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, okay, let's do it. <laughs> so I, I, I really had to learn it, and I, yeah. I learned it quite quick, actually. But you know, it was a challenge. It was yeah. a challenge, you know. I think if I if I gonna sing an, an opera aria for an audition uh, somewhere in the world for an opera house, they say thank you very much. And, and next, you know, it's, <laughs> it's impossible to do that. Yeah. But it was so much fun, you know, yeah. to discover that you can do this also with your voice. Yeah. Fantastic. I have the same experience. Like, I, I think I can do it. And yes, I can. Yeah. Um, however, for me, it still feels like it's never, I'm never going to be the best growler in the world. There are um, men and women both who just exceed uh, they are fantastic yeah. in that, and uh, if they would sing like I do, probably less good, uh, just because they're so good in that, mm -hmm. but probably good in singing too. And I have the other way around, which is fine, but at least it was cool to explore new stuff. And if I would have followed the purely classical steps as well, as I also had lessons on the conservatory, um, there was one teacher there who fortunately was not my teacher, uh, who heard me sing uh, while I was being taught by my Edward. own teacher, Edward Huppelman. His colleague was in the room and she was like, yeah, that's great, but what you do with your voice is not possible. So just so you know, if you ambition a real career with opera, then you better forget about everything else you're doing because you'll never be able to sing opera. Well, I'm happy I never listened. Listened, yeah. Yeah. Thank God. yeah. So stupid. How stupid. You know, I think that's that's really thinking in, in the box. You that know, that's not absolutely yeah. that to the max. Exactly. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and who says that, you know, my daughter st just started on the conservatory and, you know, and, and she sings musical songs and other songs and, mm -hmm. and she has a really fantastic voice. Uh, every father said that, of course, but really she can sing. But now she started really, you know, to go into opera and she started to sing real opera arias, you know, mm -hmm. and I think it's great. But you know, think out of the box. Don't go, don't go only this or that or that, you know. No. Explore, you know. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Well, then I think that's a wise advice for everybody that's been watching this video. Explore the Explore box the and, and step out, out of it. it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Climb out of it. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Brought, us a, brought us a whole lot. Absolutely. Yeah, all of us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. And there's still a lot to experience. Yeah, it never stops. No. 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 Well, that's good to know, too. Yeah, you know, my, my, uh, my, my tax advisor, you know, he, he saw a list. Or somebody from the Texas, and, and he said, "Vocal lessons? Do you still need vocal lessons? Yeah. Do you th how stupid can you be? You know, mm -hmm. come on. Of course, I need vocal lessons. When I was a carpenter or, or a billiard maker, I had to be sure that my saw and my 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 my, my instruments mm -hmm. were were sharp. Yeah. You know, so my voice has to be sharp as well. You yeah. Know? So I take at least once a month a vocal lesson. Wow. You know, to not to to to." Learn well, of course, to learn. You know, you you can improve your technique always, but also, you know, if you sing so much, you know, you should 
be careful and take care that you don't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Because when you get tired, you know, you start to compromise. Mm-hmm. And that's that's always dangerous, you know. When I did Family of the Opera, I did seven shows a week. So then you have to be careful. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Maintenance is important. Absolutely. Maybe boring, but definitely important. So yeah. That's another wise lesson. That's a bit more in the box. Yeah. But if I had the karma, you see? Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for being for fine sake. Yeah, Super fantastic. Nice. It's uh, really weird for me to talk English with you. Absolutely. So we go back yeah. to Dutch. He does uh, Amsterdam Dutch and I do something else. Something else. We go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.